This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Path, the coach-guided membership designed to help you make alcohol small and relevant in your life by removing your true desire to grab that next drink. Our science-based, compassion-led program allows you not only to shift your behavior and your relationship around alcohol, but more importantly, uncover and reprogram your subconscious conditioning and neural connections that have been keeping you stuck for years. With daily live breakthrough coaching, an intimate and supportive community, regular peer-to-peer connection calls, and a complete vault of resources, this is where your path to total freedom and effortless enjoyment of your new way of life begins. Join us at NakedMindPath.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering readers' questions. And today I have a question that um, is somewhat intense, but I thought really worth giving my best shot at, at kind of what I can give to this question. Of course, I am not a therapist. I am not a doctor. So we all need to be very clear on that before I, I sort of dig in. So this is a question from Diane. Diane writes in, she says, hi, Annie. I am listening to your book via Audible. I'm on chapter 15. I love it. And it all makes sense. And it is ever inspiring and changing my thought process. I especially like the story about your father and how with his strong, pliable mind, he decided to stop drinking all at once. Looking back, I can see that I found my relief in stress, discouragement, and a feeling of being no good due to an extremely abusive childhood. This ingrained subconscious mind of mine is still having the feeling of being not good enough, despite over 40 years of counseling, medications, rehabs, et cetera. I get that wine has created horrible consequences for me and my family, especially my son, who's now 25. However, I don't know how to manage the tapes in my brain from the abuse and being an extremely sensitive person. If I or deceived, especially by a client or my sisters, I reach for the wine to relieve the anger and the hurt feelings. These responses and reactions have developed over a lifetime. I'm now 66. AA for 25 years did nothing but get me into trouble with like minds, more hurts, more lies, more gossip. Can you address in a podcast how to deal with and come to terms with changing the way that one reacts automatically by rewiring our ingrained and learned bad feelings about oneself, the subconscious mind, and not having to squelch the hurt, pain, or anger by using alcohol? What do you suggest? Thank you so much for all of your inspiring information. So this is such, such an important question. And first of all, I just want to say uh, that I'm, I'm so sorry to hear this. I know that there's, this is a lot of people's stories. You know, a lot of times alcohol comes in, especially as young children, and that first drink, it's like it makes everything okay. It makes everything sort of right with the world. And you feel suddenly like, oh my gosh, things are okay. And it can become so quickly addictive because it is actually more addictive to the brain when the brain is in pain. And so if you have pain from, you know, suffering from abuse as a young child, that becomes more and more addictive. So this is not a, it's a tragic story, very much so. And I'm so sorry you've had to deal with this in your life, but I also want you to know that it's not a unique story, that there are so many people who have gone through similar, just horrific and intense circumstances. And I also want you to know that there is absolutely hope. Also, I want you to know that that feeling of not being good enough it's pretty universal. And so I'm not saying that you maybe feel it more intensely because of your circumstances or your situations historically, but I also want you to let yourself off the hook a little bit to understand that human beings, we feel not good enough. 
a lot of times, most of the time at our core, there's something inside of us that has this feeling of not being good enough. And it's interesting because we weren't born that way. We come out and we feel fine. I mean, my four-year-old daughter, she's incredibly confident. She is on top of the world. She feels really you know, great, but things happen to all of us over time. And some of them are horrific and tragic. And some of them, you know, by external circumstances, we would look at it and be like, well, that wasn't that big of a deal, but for the individual feeling it, it creates this feeling of not feeling good enough. And so just know that you're not alone in that pain. And that pain is very, very universal. And, and I really understand it. So the first thing I kind of want to talk about is a little bit of the difference between coaching, at least coaching through this Naked Mind Institute and by this Naked Mind Certified Coaches, specifically coaching in the PATH, which is our, our signature year-long program. Uh, a year sounds like a lot, but some of these things need to be really dealt with over time. And I will say that in the path, we spend like the first three to four months focused on alcohol, but then we spend the last part of the year. So the majority of it focused on these types of issues, focused on the repetitive thoughts in our brain that are causing us pain now in the present. And I call that, we drink for three reasons. We drink for the reason of substance, like what it is, like alcohol, all the beliefs that we have about alcohol, that it relaxes us, that it helps us have a good time, that is fun, that it helps us loosen up. Then we drink also for uh, beliefs we have around society that we're not going to fit in, that we will be kind of cast out, that we won't even, you know, some of our relationships are based on alcohol and we might lose those relationships. And then we actually drink for a third level, which is the deepest level, which is the level of self. And those are the reasons that I was talking about, those universal reasons that we're not good enough, you know, that we um, aren't strong enough, that we, that something happened and we're somehow broken. And those reasons are the ones that we really deal with. And we deal with them in a very different way than therapy. So therapy is often going back into the past and really trying to look at, at the past. And coaching, especially coaching with this naked mind, is specifically working on the thoughts you are having in the present, the thoughts you are having today about your past and going through a technique we call the ACT technique to unwind those thoughts about today. So it's a very, very different approach. And whether it's me um, with this Naked Mind certified coaches or another place, there's a lot of places that you can get really effective coaching, which I think can be sometimes when you've done therapy for years can be a little bit of the missing piece. And coaching, again, it's very tactical. It really focuses on changing those thoughts in the moment and practicing those thoughts. Now, there's a lot of pitfalls that people fall into when they think about this because they're like, well, if it was just so easy to change my thoughts, I would have done that a long time ago. One of the main pitfalls, though, is that we have a thought, maybe we have a thought that I'm not good enough, and we immediately say, okay, well, if I'm going to change that thought, I better change that thought. And so we walk around trying to tell ourselves that we are good enough and trying ourselves to believe it and try to force that thought in. We might even put up sticky notes. I am I'm wonderful. I am great. I am a success. I'm beautiful, whatever, all over trying to really get ourselves to understand we are good enough and, and make that true for us. The problem is that when our brain doesn't believe that new thought, we actually just create more chaos. We create what's called neurotoxicity. According to Dr. Caroline Leaf, she's a neuroscientist out of South Africa, and it can be really, really difficult if not impossible, to force new thoughts in. So what coaching does is it does not do that. It identifies the thoughts that are causing pain and then introduces thoughts that you actually believe that are just fractionally less painful than the previous thought, right? So if you have 
a thought that says, I'm not good enough. Maybe you're introducing and practicing for this week, a thought of one area, one area in your life where you do feel honestly good enough, where you do feel some sort of empowerment. And we practice that and then we expand from there. And so we take just a very incremental step on the path and the results can be absolutely astounding and absolutely amazing. But with all of this type of work, the thing that we have to understand is the brain is incredible. Even at 66 years old, your brain is phenomenal. It is incredible. It is amazing and it can change. The problem is if you don't have the right method to change, you can be in a lot of pain and actually have results that aren't bringing you any closer to where you wanna be. Now, I wanna give you an analogy to describe how the brain changes. Imagine that you are, you have this new thought, right? And it's a new thought that you can believe. So maybe let's, let's just give an example. So maybe you have the thought that I'm not good enough. And maybe you have this new thought that you're gonna practice to give yourself a little bit of a feeling that you are good enough, which is going to be, um, but I am really good enough at cooking because you know, gosh darn it, I make the best uh, chicken casserole, whatever that thought is. And you're gonna practice that. And you're gonna practice that feeling of feeling really good enough at something. And then we're gonna expand from there. So if you've always had these thoughts, well, as soon as you feel like, well, I'm really good at cooking, you have a chaser thought, from the I'm not good enough part of your brain that says, oh, but you're not as good as your sister. Oh, but you're not as good as so-and-so. Oh, but they liked her food better. Whatever the case is, right? Like I'm just making all of this up. But this new thought, pretend this new thought that you wanna practice, that you wanna get good at, that you want to allow to give you a feeling of being good enough is like a Ferrari. The problem is that you're driving that Ferrari on a dirt road. So it's hard at first. You know, there's obstacles and you have to intentionally, I always like to say intentionality to the point of it being awkward, intentionally practice that new way of thinking, that new way of being. But eventually, because of how the brain works, you create patterns inside your brain for that new thought. So you literally create a beautiful paved road for that new Ferrari thought to drive down effortlessly without friction. And then that new thought becomes habit, it becomes routine, and then you build upon that from there. Everything we do at This Naked Mind is about creating positive emotion because positive emotion, according to the most recent scientific research, more than anything else is the key to lasting change. Uh, you can change easier, faster, and over the long term in a much more effective way with positive emotion than literally anything else. And so everything we do is to just create incrementally more positive emotion. So I don't have a lot of answers for you, although to say I want you to have hope, there is a way, your brain is completely plastic, it is able to change, it's called neuroplasticity, you can mold it as if it's Play-Doh, as if it's clay, and you can get the results that you want in your life and really make it so that you are not stuck at that level of self, those beliefs about self, where you know, you're going to read the book all the way through and you're going to be like, I don't even want alcohol, I already all the substance related beliefs, what alcohol does for me, they don't even matter anymore. It's not even there. You know, all the society related beliefs, I can handle all that, I get it. But you're still possibly going to be reaching for a drink whenever you have those deep subconscious self-related beliefs that sound a lot like I'm not good enough. And there are proven tools and tactics to get you out of that, but it does take a lot more than a podcast episode. And so if you're curious about that, certainly reach out and, um, and best of luck, you know, know that you're not alone and know that there is hope. No matter what age you are, there's absolutely hope. And I wish you the absolute best. 
Hi, it's Annie Grace. I wanted to interrupt this podcast, I guess the end of this podcast, to say that if you're totally serious about actually and truly and forevermore transforming a relationship with alcohol, really leaving it behind in the rearview mirror for once and forever, and changing your psychology about it, we have a program called The Path that I've created specifically for you. Now, it's not for you if you're still dabbling or trying to figure out where you want to be or maybe even if you still want to moderate. All those things are fine. That's great. But if you're beyond that and you're like, no, I just want to be done with this. I'm ready to invest some time and I'm ready to just make this happen. I want the answer. I want the easy way out. Then I want you to check out NakedMindPath.com and join us in the path where you receive coach guided and community support so that you can truly make this lasting change that you want in your life. And as always, Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.